this week on Androids and Aliens. Here's a question. Could you get a urine sample from a dead person? It's slow work. You gotta yeah. really <laughs> milk it out. <laughs> the jungle becomes a mortuary. So you search the, the Lashunta and there's no weaponry whatsoever, so... Any augmentations? No augmentations, but you do see a symbol. And hungry ghosts haunt the team. This is a dangerous cult. If they are going for what we are going for, if they find it first, it will be bottoms for all of us. When the only option is to run or fight. Say what you will about astral extractions and their desires to put their own success ahead of everything else. There is much more to fear, I think, from someone whose only purpose is to destroy. The team strikes back. PG's gonna load her gun and... And be like, I don't think we should ever give them an opportunity to get away. I think we are done with diplomacy with the fucking jungle. (laughs) The adventure continues. Just need a natural four or higher. Come on, Joe, show me the way. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Just want you to know, we're We're all counting on you. (laughs) (laughs) Now. Welcome, everyone, to the first Androids and Aliens episode of 2019! To think think a year ago we weren't doing this show. That's right. And my life was so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Had so much more time. Yeah. Video Uh, games. Video games. (laughs) Shooting hoops. With the kids, just, yeah, just just going down to the park, <laughs> playing some street ball, going up, shirts versus going up to, <laughs> heading up to Rucker, Rucker Park. Yeah, just heading up to Rucker, just getting a pickup game. Yeah, with the locals, <laughs> you got to cover Lavalley close on that three point line. He'll drain him. I'm yeah, deadly. He'll drain him behind the paint. <laughs> uh, they call him the Boston Sniper. <laughs> the Boston Sniper. <laughs> you got to get in his face. <laughs> Put a head in his face. Put a head in his face. Active hands. Active hands. Are you gonna get? You're gonna get burned. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, here we are. What is this episode? Uh, who cares? It's amazing. I have, a, I have a funny, I have a funny Rucker Park story. Oh, please tell me. So, um, I was at, I went up there. Should uh, we explain what Rucker Park is? Oh yeah. Rucker Park, Rucker Park is this very famous, uh, kind of basketball park in, in Harlem. Uh, then they host, uh, like a bunch of street ball, tour, the N one tournament, like they have up there, a bunch of like street ball tournaments. And so my friends, uh, my old, my friend Lenny, Lenny Liriano used to live up there and he was like, uh, uh come up and come to the N1 tournament with me. Cause right by his apartment. So I was like, yeah. So I went there and, uh, I was, I was the only Caucasian person in the audience watching this thing. <laughs> and, um, it was great. Like I had, I had a really amazing time <laughs> and it was so fun. I was telling somebody like they had a guy there from washington dc and this was like 2003 it was when the the dc sniper was like shooting people in like baltimore and so this guy was from washington dc and he kept getting long-range shots and the hype man came with the dc sniper which is why i said that it seemed terribly a terrible poor taste <laughs> but, but you, know, you weren't gonna stand up and be like oh sir yeah, it's like, uh, i object you should find a different nickname so they were uh you know <laughs> so the hype man like between the during a timeout was just like oh we got a lot of we got a, we got some celebrities I see some celebrities in the audience, in the crowd. I see some celebrities in the crowd. We got Woody Allen. 
Like, what? <laughs> and, I, and I looked over and he pointed at me. He's like, ha ha. It's like, wow. I felt got great. Me. Yeah, you got me, buddy. You really nailed me. Yeah. For, for a second, were you like, oh God, is Woody Allen? I know. I was like, is he? I did. I thought, is he really here? <laughs> oh, Surely I would have noticed him, but it's like no, it was, it was making fun of me. Uh, Google, uh, yeah, Google Rucker Park. There's some cool videos online. Um, it's 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 awesome. I love that place. Um, but yeah, no, we don't we don't play any more sports. We just sit around a table, and uh, if you're like me, get really gross. But yeah. it's a new year. Get really gross. Yeah, I just feel gross. I've been oh, you treating, mean not working out enough? I've been treating my body garbage. like absolute shit this past month. It always happens with the holidays. Yeah. You know, if you're not doing well by Thanksgiving, you're fucked. Like, if you're already in a bad way when Thanksgiving hits, <laughs> it's fucking over. Because after Thanksgiving, it's Black Friday, you gotta have some drinks, and then it's Christmas parties, and then you're like, well, you know what? It's, it's already halfway into December. You have and to drink on Black going. Friday? What? I, you guys are drinking Black Friday? <laughs> that sounds like alcoholism. Yeah, I think you're just. I think you just wait for an alcoholic. Yeah, you know what Black Friday is? Before you know it, it's Arbor Day, and you know you got to drink. Then we call it Blackout Friday. <laughs> Blackout Friday. Uh, I thought that's what it was. Uh, drink until you can't see anymore. Well, it's definitely, I think, compounded also by the fact that you now have a four-month-old. Yeah, man. And it's that is Got to drink then. Yeah. Got to drink with a baby drink in the house. daily with a baby. <laughs> That's right. The second his mom comes home, I'm like, here you go. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> Crack. You open two at, at the same time? I just pull them in my face. <laughs> <laughs> like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> 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 the apartment. Two stands. The Valley 316. And then I go over to like an old-timey punch card and just, and I clock out. See honey. Good luck with my son. But yeah, I just feel gross. I feel really yeah. gross. I haven't seen you wear real pants in months. I, you know what? I'm, I've switched to joggers, and I think it's the best decision I've ever made. I'm a leisurely dude, but I'm slowly like the minute I come in with a fanny pack, just just kill me because that's when you know I've gone full dad. And, uh, yeah, you thank God I still work stuff. out. You I would just be disgusting. But you know what? It's a new year, Skid. I know. I want to clean up my act. Okay. I want to look good at these live shows. I know people in Chicago. They want to see like what a, a trim, fit New Yorker looks like. And Chicago is no, Chicago. I mean, notoriously a very fit city. A very fit city. So they're like, hey, <laughs> well you have done. to be, You got to be up to our standards of, of personal fitness. Pizza, beer, and Italian beef. That's right. <laughs> uh, real super fit city. The Houston. Of you know what's a city. you know what's a great? No, 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 no. San Antonio. Don't besmirch Houston like that. Well, Houston's pretty bad. You know what's a great strategy for for a touring show? Yeah, just insult the city. A couple months before we go <laughs> and talk about how they're shitty, and then they will have, we'll show up. Do you remember when we did that for one of the GCP Live, the first ones? We one of the towns we just like made fun of the entire time. That's oh, true. It was, uh, they played it in the room, and just everyone was just like bummed really out. Really bummed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was in the South, I think. It was, it was North South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. South they, Carolina. North or South Carolina? North, I think North, Carolina. North Carolina. We're doing it again. We're doing it again. Doing it again. Was again. the problem? So this is what we did. They it was like that sort of northeastern. You know, mean sense of humor, and no. they were pretty mean. Turns out, they were prideful people, and as well they should. Yeah, they were very angry. <laughs> they were like, oh, they'll enjoy this cute little personal message from us where we denigrate their region. <laughs> you feel like a heel wrestler though, coming into a town like, yeah. ah, Albuquerque, huh? Yeah. What a piece of shit town! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get heat immediately. It's like uh, it's like Andy Kaufman with a Memphis, Tennessee. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, but we're in New York, and it's it's late on a Sunday. And we're recording and uh, excited. I feel like this is an episode where we're really going to get to know 
these five characters. Well, I'm really excited because, and I was thinking about this after after last episode with the you know compounding the thorns and the disease with this freakish like speedy creepy creature that was kind of like stalking us for a couple days yeah. and then made its attack, but also you know early on made a. Uh, this, this, this just this this hidden attack that poisoned and then starts to get you towards what spawning another one like right right breaking out of you it's not good. in some way yeah inseminating you basically and I was thinking of how what I wanted out of this when you first mentioned that we were going to go to Castrovel what I wanted was the experience of, of of being <laughs> impregnated by a plant no right. it's like I wanted the to experience finally have that experience you're welcome <laughs> yeah. I wanted to role play that experience of a jungle adventure and a jungle sort of you know, an exploration uh, a, a into the wild to find this lost city or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's it's with this, it's really coming true to the sort of stuff that I have read about actual historic expeditions into the Amazon, where it is horrifying right. the things that happen to you yeah. that you really don't think about. You're like, oh, man, yeah, it would really be terrible if a jaguar just you know dropped out of a tree and like ate you for, for lunch. Like That's horrible. Right. But you don't think about the thing, the, but the little gnat that you yeah. don't even see that like bites your hand yep. and then your hand gets five times larger <laughs> and you're just dragging it along the ground as pus yeah. is just oozing out of it and then you just die or, like or, you just uh, get a fever and die on the side of the trail or like, like those zo zombie ants they they um mm -hmm. no actually i don't know if it's ants or like fungi fungi or something but but it's like something that takes over the brain of yeah. ants yeah the and uh, then they cord yeah. yeah. Well, they crawl into your ear and burrow into your brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there are there so do many that. things. Like, you read these journals of people that are like, yeah, it was under his skin and, like, crawling under his skin. You, we could track it day by day <laughs> as it yeah. moved toward his heart. It's like, what? Yeah, it's jungle like a, disease is no joke. It's a giant, the jungle is just like a giant, humid amusement park designed to kill you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, on a really positive note, is. though, uh, jungle diseases are why I exist. Uh, huh? Go on. Got yes. Explain. I want to hear where this is going. <laughs> I'm a little afraid. William <laughs> Jacobs, a uh, young member of the first Cav in the Pacific Theater, was fighting for our rights to freedom, <laughs> justice in the American way. And he came down with malaria and got sent back home to get it treated. It was really bad. And uh, my uh, Nana, Mary McGrath. Tended Mary McGrath. Mary McGrath. In... Um, <laughs> What is Sweet the, Italian Montclair, woman. New Jersey which <laughs> is where she's from That's where this place was They flew him back there uh, Fell in love with him As she was tending to his wounds and Who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly <laughs> He was a handsome man The malarial are so sexy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ooh, what do you have, malaria? Ooh, ooh. ooh. So, I'll take this one, ladies You, had, you had me at malaria <laughs> You're so slim Are you from New York City? <laughs> you can't be from Chicago With a body that slim <laughs> No, but it is. It's getting me really uh, more so than I thought, like really in the zone now, because at first I was like, this is really super frustrating because, you know, I'm going to have damage to my strength or whatever it is. But yeah. then I was like, no, this really that, that kind of spores growing out of you fear like that is yeah. what you're supposed to be fearing in the jungle. Yeah. And as scary as the real jungle on Earth is, this is that much scarier because it's an alien world. With, you know, <laughs> right. It's it's. It's hard. It's hard yeah. out there, man. It's hard out there. And everything, is, everything is bigger in the jungle. That right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Including yeah. 
Me. Cats, you? <laughs> Would you be bigger in the jungle? I think so. Okay. <laughs> well, like only think one so. way to find out. Well, I'm going to the Amazon actually in March. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. really? I yeah, I am. Are you afraid of all? Did the you clear that with Troy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I might well the show's canceled. I might come back. <laughs> it's a roll of the dice. I did, like, I did not clear it with Troy, but in my defense, I may not survive, and I won't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I might get you know the zombie ant fever, whatever mm, it's called, right? Or Zika. Actually. Oh, that's sad. No, Never not mind. Zika. Not the Zika. Um, well, you just finished this fight with a Kazarik, who clearly messed up and impregnated uh, that Lashunta who was saying, stand back, I'll use my last breath to destroy you in the devourer's name. Didn't really get to dig too deep into who this person was, but isn't it strange to find another person here in the jungle? What are your yeah. thoughts on We haven't found them. No. We just know they're, they exist. Yes. Yeah. You did see tracks around the, uh, the rune obelisk. But you get the sense that the the Vrasinea, that creature with the mouths and the uh, the plant like creature that was at the base, that that it ate whatever that other person was. Maybe this Lashunta was traveling with them. Someone or something also fired a gun to start the uh, Yark stampede mm-hmm. as well. So you know you know that you're chasing after people that that got the jump on you that are here already. Was this Lashunta part of it? Remains to be seen. But and are we are. under the impression that they're all, besides the professor, that they're all bad? Like that they're all evil people? Or no. is it just like a another party that's interested and wants to beat us to this find? And they might not necessarily be so evil. They might, they might, not, they might not necessarily have nefarious Right, motives, exactly. They just might be competitors, you right. know, in... And, and, you know, they might want to use the knowledge in a way that, whatever, the society wouldn't approve of. But, like, nonetheless, it doesn't mean that they would just go out for cold-blooded murder at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, we don't know, right? Like, we, we don't know who exactly is on this. Yeah, it could be independent contractors. Um, it could be people that are all, uh, you know, after the same thing. You really don't, you don't have that information yet. Too bad uh, the Jovitos don't know you like I do, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> you could one then. If only you spoke of Vitos. Is there something like uh, equivalent to the Aspis Consortium in, in Starfinder? Oh, that I don't know. Is there like a group that is sort of a direct competitor with the society? Yeah, for, tho- yeah, for those who don't know, the Aspis Consortium is kind of a rival organization with more kind of a malicious, <laughs> a pre-gap Pathfinder organization that is a rival to the Pathfinder Society, that they have right. more... A little like, looser on morals. Yeah. But uh, they are the Belloc to the Pathfinder Society's Indiana Jones. Exactly. You know they're exactly. bad when they end with consortium. There's yeah, never there's like no good consortia. <laughs> it's not the it's not the Gates Consortium. It's the Gates Foundation right. doing all that good work. You know, <laughs> Grant. I feel like the Aspis Consortium is really missing your voice on their PR. I'm I'm willing That's and able to change jobs. Okay, <laughs> willing and able to join another marketing and comms team. Yeah. Just imagine oh, yeah. Grant like working on his deck and then going in and be like, listen, everybody. <laughs> Aspis Consortium, you're it's, doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. I've actually I, I did learn a new word now. Consortium. I've never heard that word. Oh, oh yes, good. that so is a uh, mafia. My favorite yes. word. I was telling Skid just the other day that I've learned from the Starfinder play, uh, playthrough was sobriquet for Vrokilio mm. Hatchbuster, who <laughs> earned this sobriquet. If you remember that speech, Troy, it was a wonderfully yes, delivered speech yes. you gave. 
So remind me brief. So what time of the day? I was just going to ask that. Very good question. Um, so I, I believe it's day five, and I would say this creature first looked at you like in the morning. Remember, you saw it like just standing there, and you're like, "Is that a bush? Is that a plant?" And yeah. then mm-hmm. it just darted off. And then later in the afternoon, you heard a weird noise and saw it standing in front of the path on you. So now it's like just before uh, nightfall. I'd say maybe you got an hour, an hour and a half until the sun goes down. Um, hmm. And you're out here in the jungle, and two of your uh, two of your party members are infected with something. Now, Doctor Friss has done the the treat the, disease, the treat yeah. disease, so they'll get a bonus to their save the next day, but. Still not great. So I, I would say eventually you're going you're gonna to keep heading in the direction, maybe for another hour. Maybe you just want to call it a night right here. It's up to you guys. But um, at the end of the day, your, your next move is going to be to camp. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could say, I mean, we, I took, Frisk took his time kind of making sure that they were um, fortified against this disease, you know, as well as he could. So, yeah, we might want to stop here. Frisk also wants to get samples of this creature, yeah, uh, good, good, he good, wants good. to get like blood, blood tissue. Like everything. I was going to suggest we cut it up. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> for fun. But yeah, I mean, if you want to do the research, that's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. Let's too. keep it alive. Off of the dead, uh, the dead Lashunta, or you want to take Both. samples? I want to get, I want to get blood samples, blood, urine, stool from the Lashunta, and I want to get uh, tissue and blood I, from. I, I may, sure. may I suggest you wear some protection? I know what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just see Annie Potts walking up to Dr. Frist and saying, what are your hobbies? I collect spores, molds, and fungus. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> Here's a question. Could you get a urine sample from a dead person? Or would their, when, yeah, when so they would, die, would their muscles their release? Kidneys, and they this is very messy. <laughs> it's slow work. You gotta yeah. really milk it out. <laughs> oh. It'll happen. Just keep it'll, trying. It'll happen. Don't ask too many questions. It'll happen. Just close your eyes and dream. <laughs> Pump away. Uh, but no, I'm seriously like, I want to get as much like tissue and everything for the, like he's fascinated by this creature. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably to his own, to the detriment of our group, because, you know, he was, don't kill it. And it had started to change to look like Kreska. Did that, like, go away as soon as it died, or does it still have some of those features? Yeah, it still has some of the features, like it was it was ingesting some of her yeah. genetic code. Changed colors. Uh, so like, but it, so it was weird. it was very uh, short-lived. If the fight had gone on longer, who knows what it would have turned into. Yeah. Um, but now it's dead. Now it's Now it's dead. Uh, along with this Lashunta. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? Do you want to camp here, or do you want to move a little farther it, along? Is there anything further to examine about the Lashunta's body outside of just the, the medical nature of it? Do you have a um, wallet? Yeah. Is there any identifying... Uh, a journal? Fanny pack? Um, <laughs> I want my fanny pack, fanny pack, fanny pack. I want my fanny pack, fanny pack, fanny pack. The Valley's fanny pack grill. Uh, this episode brought to you by Troy LaValle's Fanny Pack. <laughs> Troy LaValle's Fanny Pack. Where's that marketing opportunity? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to live anymore. That's, where, that's where he keeps his two beers that he cracks open as soon as his wife gets home. <laughs> we, should sell, we should sell an official glass cannon fanny pack that we just should. says, kill me on it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof. Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. (laughs) So, Fanny Pack, that's an interesting naming. It doesn't Fanny mean... uh 
In Europe, like it means something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In America, okay. it means you're 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 behind us. Okay. Yeah. Your butt. Your but, butt. But 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 fanny pack. Don't you have it on your stomach? Uh, no, uh, no. I mean, yeah, most people do wear it that way. But, but some we, wear it in the back. Yeah. Oh. And in some high fashion circles, you can wear it as a bandolier. Ah. It's a new thing. Well, that would look cool. What's a bandolier? I like bandoliers. Like oh. uh, Chewbacca has. That's not cool, Scrooge. It is cool. <laughs> bandoliers are the coolest thing ever been invented by oh. mankind. You need to rethink your definition of cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Everybody write in and agree Ellie with is, me about uh, how awesome bandoliers are. Ellie is jumping skid hard right now. No, no. I, I, I just did that sign. Well, so you just wait. put an L on her forehead. You, you just, <laughs> wait till I sh- well, just wait till I show what, up at your house with a bandolier. Was Ellie looking kind of <laughs> dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead? Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Um, <laughs> please don't send us a bandolier. No, no. We don't, no, it's really not a good Send time. us a bandolier of live ammunition. <laughs> please. Yeah, please, please can't us. be walking around New York with those. No, just, just email in support of how awesome bandoliers are, please. <laughs> Tweet at us. I can't ask enough. Do not send a bandolier. Yeah, no, um, All right, so you search the, the La Shunta, and uh, there's no um, weaponry on it. It was a woman. Yeah, on her. There's no, there's no weaponry whatsoever so you think that like after she got infected she probably like stumbled through the jungle and like ended up dropping uh anything of worth on her um she's got like a cred stick with you know 40 credits on it any augmentations no augmentations but you do see a symbol um printed on her oh uh, it's the carolina hurricanes logo (laughs) it is it's a black hole she was the backup goalie for (laughs) exactly what it is hurricanes um, Do we see? Got any? caught up with a bad crowd, but you see this thing. <laughs> it's kind of like a forearm goalie. She'd be amazing. <laughs> wow, totally. No, she's Lashunta. Oh, Lashunta. Um, that wouldn't be fair. Like Saturnus. It, it kind of has a Saturn thing going. It's two red circles, uh, like concentric, but they're you know they look like uh, you know orbiting circles, and then a giant uh, white line kind of cutting through. The I mean, middle. I think it's like the. Uh, isn't that the representation of a black hole? Like when That's it's what it drawn. Looks like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a black hole. It or, looks like or a singularity. A, yeah. Or a uh, what do you call it? A, a wormhole. Yeah, like a black hole or a wormhole. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, question: Does it seem like this person in their life? You talk about them dropping items. Could they have carried a frostbite class zero rifle, as we found earlier? There's no reason to think uh, that she couldn't. Okay, she might we have, have been no proficient. Yeah. Can we roll a check on that? Yeah, uh, could that do symbol? a culture check. Yeah, do a, uh, do a culture check. Cult check. Cult. Uh, that is a 24 for me. It's pretty damn 15 good. 15 for Dex. Uh, it is a symbol for a religious organization known as the Cult of the Devourer. Mm. And you think, well, she said the Devourer will, yeah. will take you all or something to that effect. And so you see that she was a follower. Can we do a mysticism check? between the Devourer and all the different things that Tumzi pointed out to us, Interpreters of the Beacon, Messengers from Beyond, Luski Alua, Monastery Star Song, Embassy of the Spheres Temple, mm-hmm. the Twelve, to see if there's any type of antagonism between those two. Sure. 17 on the die for a total, if it's mysticism, of 23. Yeah, you don't, you don't see any connection to the cult of the, the like, at least at first thought to these ancient elven ruins and the cult of the devourer they're they're pretty well known and 
very feared organization throughout the PAC world. I would think probably all of you have heard of them. And, I mean, they just want to sow destruction Ooh. and death everywhere they go. It's not very nice. Are they... So well, that answers the evil question. There's just like little <laughs> cells of them all over the place. There's no real organization. Do they worship uh, Rovagug? Um, I mean, I think that they're... They, they worship the Devourer, and that may be... Uh, you know, that might be their version of Rovagug, but the Devourer is actually their deity. Okay. Cool. This is a dangerous cult. Like if they are going for what we are going for, if they find it first, it will be bad news for all of us. Their only goal is to destroy everything and bring about the downfall of all civilization. Oh wow! Wow. Hmm. Why this person is out here in the jungle? How is this is all connected? I mean, you know that other people are now trying to interpret the symbols that you found on the Mm. drift rock. Yeah. The Devourer is Rovagug. It is Rovagug. It mm-hmm. is Rovagug. I thought okay. so. I'm pretty sure because that's, that's what it looks uh, like. Yeah, I thought yeah. He, that was one of his sobriquets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of his sobriquets. Ah, bottle cap. That's good. Bottle cap. Yeah. <laughs> right. Another one of Grant's bottle caps. <laughs> right. They're useless. <laughs> uh, it, it says because, no because of his uh, <laughs> being trapped in the middle of, the, of Galarian, volcanic eruptions are said to be the result of the devourer turning in his sleep. Yeah. While violent winds are the result of his breath erupting from the dark places of the world. Yeah. Oh, boy. Cool. Pretty it's, sweet. Yeah. I always find it hard to like wrap my head around uh, that type of evil because it's like if they destroy everything, then they destroy themselves, right? Um, well, I think there. I mean, there's some precedent for this in world religions where the people they want to destroy everything, but they think that because they are the ones hastening it, making it, helping oh, it along, that they right. will be favored and they will, you know, in the achieve afterlife. in the afterlife. Or right. Yeah. Spike oh. on Buffy Vampire Slayer has a lot to think, say about this. The Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Well, he well he's a vampire, but he 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 does not particularly care for world destruction. The Spike. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have the same hair. Uh, yeah. So you have very similar colored hair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is disturbing because if this is at all um, tied up in this group that's looking for the same thing you are, whatever this information is that the Drift Rock has set the world. Um, well, the Pact wor- Worlds. I imagine you mean like all of the it's setting all of these different worlds, uh, I guess, aggressively going after this information in some way, like all these different cults or, you know, it's it's bringing out the crazies. Right. And now who knows what this actually is? But if it is something important, it would be very bad for the cult of the devourer to get its hands on it. Right. Yeah. So um, no rest. This is exactly <laughs> March through the night. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's once Friss understands what they're up against, the, what we're up against, then he's just like, no, we should go. We should we, move on. We could potentially, I mean, she's probably, um, she might have left some tracks, right? From, from. Uh, it looks like she was coming the same direction that you guys were coming oh, from. Crap. Oh, crap. Yeah. So they just abandoned her. It probably got her a couple of days ago. And she failed all her fortitude saves. <laughs> it happens. Um, it happens to the best of us. Say what you will about astral extractions and their desires to put their own success ahead of everything else. There is much more to fear, I think, from someone whose only purpose is to destroy. That's true. The motivations of someone like that is hard to understand, at least for me. 
No, it is easy for me to understand that we should take care of this and keep them from getting it. I don't, I for one, don't want the universe destroyed. It's where I keep all my stuff. But how can we predict their actions? <laughs> but how do we predict their actions? I don't know how or what they would do next. PG's gonna load her gun and, and be like, I don't think we should ever give them an opportunity to get away. Badass. <laughs> May Shun just Bad raises ass. an eyebrow and goes, hmm, badass. Badass. Bad <laughs> well, I mean, I think Dax and PG have sort of bonded over the fact that everyone else wants to treat these creatures in a nice way. I think we are done with diplomacy I'm with the me. fucking jungle. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys think that that multicolored jungle thing is part of this crazy death cult? <laughs> I'm just saying... Next time I'm shooting. Yeah, exactly. Next time one of those alien weird monkeys attacks us, I'm, I'm not going to be like, hey, have a, have a little apple from me. <laughs> have a little apple. We should still be cautious because what if we find another Skillermander? Dax shoots him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah thank you. <laughs> what if we had bottle cap? I was the is like, oh, uh, yeah, that's great. Oh, man, Tumsy is an agent of this evil cult. I couldn't ah, believe it. Hell to the power. Sense motive. <laughs> Have we done? Uh, have we haven't done. Have we sent another one, Tumsy? No, and now it's too late. He's been nothing but a friend to you. He's already left the latent stage. Well, PG, <laughs> so PG, is sorry. Go ahead. No, PG has really bonded with him over the past week. I think she would be devastated if he's. An he starts to strangle PG. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. So it is the the sun has lowered enough that the the temperature is cooling a the little bit. I can shut off my environmental protections. Uh, yeah. So if you want to if you want to plug on for another hour and a half, but then you're you're going to have to camp. But you can turn off your thing and not have to burn any more energy. So update your uh, your timings now that five days have passed. They've added the environmental uh, protection as something trackable in Hero Lab. Get oh, out of oh here. it is. So there's yeah. an out of 96. So we, I think each unit is an hour anyway. Right. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. All right, so, so another 12 I'm hours. I'm sorry, where do you see this? Uh, right at the top of the equipment tab. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. <sighs> How many days is it now? How many this hours have we used? It would be 60. Yep. 60 hours? Okay. 60? 60. And I have your carbon skin graphite for whatever you need it. Yes, thank you. So 60, that means we, uh, we have five days left. Five days left, though. Dax is strongly considering loosening his uh, usage of environmental protections. Ooh. I think that I cannot risk having no option to protect myself. So I will start weaning myself off of it slowly and take the risk. So, like, start rolling a couple fortitude saves at the end of the I day? am, after all. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, Speaking of working at marketing, get this guy a job. After all. Should work for Tough. Kellogg's or something. I have a pretty high fortitude, so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy Joe. I think... His, his strategy is always a winning strategy. Yeah, I imagine Dax, yeah, Dax, no, Dax and PG could ha- kind of have this talk on the on the side, like because we're wearing the same armor. Yeah. What's Tumsy wearing? Is he Tumsy wearing armor? Yes, I have level fourteen armor. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. Well, I know you've been tracking it. So, how many hours does he have left? He has ninety six. 
96. What kind of armor is this guy wearing? <laughs> you can't wear it. It's fit perfectly for me. I was right. told we were traveling in the jungle. Again, I don't care what Frisk says. He's my favorite. I love him. I love him. <laughs> he really scratches you where you're He's adorable. <laughs> so Dax is going to be obviously hesitant to, to just camp without, you know, setting up serious watches this time right, right. because now we're starting to get freaked out and also he does not know that he has a disease mm. he's pretty sure he's fine it's Leighton and Dr. Frist did a whole medical thing to him and was like you should be okay you, you know, did see you were pulling that thorn out this like sappy goo that was connected to the end of it so you just gotta feel like I hope I'm okay right right exactly <laughs> but he also he doesn't feel anything yet right, right right so I think he's less concerned about that and more concerned about an outside threat so is anyone chatting with each other as you're uh, setting up camp? Is there any like campfire talk going on? Like, uh... I think uh, so. I think um, PG has every night she's talked to Tumsy because for some reason she feels more connected to him, mm-hmm. more comfortable talking to him because I think she finds him adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think so. She like it's become a nightly routine for her to talk to him, and I don't know how. How much he likes it, but yeah, no, I think he he's very interested. In the, I think he probably shares a lot of his knowledge about ancient Elven culture with you. Right. Uh, I don't know if that interests you at all, but uh, he can talk ad nauseum about it. Yeah. Uh, and he's just really fired up. Like he's obviously nervous, but I think he feels safe around you guys. Feels protected by you. But the fact that he can come on this adventure is probably something he never thought he'd be able to do. Yeah, but PG, I think during one of these talks, maybe a little bit further away from the other people uh, so they can't overhear them. I think um, she's going to be like, Tumsy, do you ever feel and she's scratching herself especially her wounds she's going to be Tumsy, um, do you ever feel like something is haunting you, like dark waves on a black ocean and it's coming closer and closer and for every day that passes. Well, there was, there was this one time I, I lost a necklace, and I got very scared. But, but then I found the necklace. <laughs> is, is that what you mean? Something like that, I suppose. It's, the, it's just that it's. Uh, He's a real dark side. Yeah. yeah. It's really peeling back the layers. He's, he's really looked in the face of despair. Look at that bad boy charm all the ladies love. It haunted me the whole afternoon. Where, where did I put my neck? Does he have it now? Yes. And P- PG's trying to understand. She's like, did, was that Nicholas who gave it to you? Who gave it to you? Oh, I wanted it at carnival. <laughs> So it's a shitty ass necklace. <laughs> it's like, wait, is it like a candy necklace? And it's just like, is it just like rotting? <laughs> it's real garbage. He's wearing it. <laughs> I got suckered into <laughs> paying five bucks for a shitty wooden bracelet outside of PAX Unplugged by a monk. I saw that. A street, fake street monk. You got what? You got scams? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I just like the guy. He he got in my face, and I'm normally good about just like whoop walking right by, no eye contact. But something about him, he had this like huge smiling face and these big bright eyes. And I was just like, how are you? <laughs> and he was like, 
you know, I'm working for this charity. Like, can you can you make a donation? And I was like, yeah, fine, I'll give you a couple bucks. And he had all these like signatures on the people who had other idiots that had given him money. <laughs> and, uh, and I just gave him a few bucks and he gave me this wooden bracelet. And I turned I around like, and saw you. Like, yeah. What is going on? <laughs> Why is he talking to that monk? Did he just do flurry of blows? <laughs> <laughs> I know, Joe, he hates monks. He's he talked about it many times. <laughs> like, why is he doing this? Very out of character for you. He, he came up to me and just went, peace, and put it right in my face. I was like, no thanks, I'm, I'm stocked up uh, on peace. No thanks, yeah. I don't want any more peace. peace. More of a war guy. We have plenty of peace in yeah. the world. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> That's not what the world needs more I'm more of a war guy. I'm more of a war guy, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I got that going for me. <laughs> so yeah, PG, he obviously has no, no idea what you're talking about. Right, right, The right. level of... of no, but I think I think she appreciates that because she she is really bad at reading other species. So uh-huh. she's just like, yes, yes, no, we are exactly on the same level. <laughs> um, but I think so, and she will take out her knife and start cutting herself again. In like secretly in, in Tumsy's view, yeah. Uh, uh, PG, what, what what are you doing with that knife? Oh, oh, uh, and then as if she wakes up from from the behavior, she completely stops and says, "Oh, I." Uh, I, I wasn't doing anything. And then she hides her knife. You gotta be careful. That's, uh, that's sharp. You could hurt yourself. I, uh... Please don't... Please don't tell the others. I, uh... This is, uh... It's the only thing that makes me feel like some of those dark waves, they sort of disappear, you know? Uh, PG, you should... You should find a new hobby. <laughs> that That's very dangerous. No, yes, um... It's a, uh, I, uh, I can control it. Don't, don't worry about it. And then she pats him, mm-hmm. and then slowly mm-hmm. takes hold of him in a little harsher and harder way. Right. <laughs> As if she's about to choke, choke him. Right, and he kind of buckles under the pressure. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get something to eat. Of course, of course. <laughs> he walks away. Whoa. Kind of looks back at you one more time, and then walks to the Not riding in her backpack anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> he looks underneath it and it sees at his feet a noose that's just exactly <laughs> size for a skittermander. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's everybody else doing? Uh, Dax definitely wants to, if he, if he can find some time to peel uh, away with Mei Shun. I don't know. He doesn't want to talk to her in front of the whole group. Stickies, yeah. I mean, you know, gather firewood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, kind of off-gathering off gathering firewood uh, is, is perfect. And he's hesitant a little bit uh, about talking about it. But then, uh, again, like he doesn't have the same sort of hang-ups that humans have. You know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he doesn't see that it might be uh, very sensitive and something that he should talk to the others about before he even talks to Meishan. But while they're walking through picking up, he's just like... Meishan, I was recently reviewing some memories of our path here to see, to find any possible clues that could lead us to finding our goals here quicker. And I noticed something I had not noticed before. In the combat with the thugs outside of the cantina, you said something rather strange. It seemed out of character. You said, initiate Omega Protocol. And he says it like almost in the very similar way that you said it. You right. know what I mean? Your cadence and everything. You have like a sing song. Yeah, it's almost thing. like identical. Yeah, yeah. yeah, initiate a mega protocol. 
and I wondered what that was. Do you recall this incident? I do recall it, Dax, though I don't recall what happened thereafter, but if you have a moment, I'd like to explain myself. Yes, of course, and he just stops and stands like stock still holding the wood and just like looks at you. Well, you remember on my birthday, on the Drift Rock, I told you a little bit about the laboratory and Dr. Nakata. Well, I, I remember... He starts... <laughs> his, his eyes, like, blink for a second, and he's, like, pulling up the exact memory of the conversation. The, the Rolodex. Yeah. Right, and you remember it better than Meishan does now at this point. Right. It's awesome. Well, I remember waking up in the laboratory, isolated, alone in solitary confinement. My only contact for the first months was Dr. Nakata. She would ask me questions about my family, my wants, desires, and my dreams. I begged to speak with my father. Surely he could put an end to this, take me home where I could resume the life I wanted to live. But Dax, my entreaties were met with laughter at first, and then by vicious chastisement. Dr. Nakata began to tease me for my appearance and my weakness. She told me that she would reform me, make me into something greater and more beautiful than I could ever have become on my own. I remember loving myself before I was abducted, Dax. My father always encouraged me to play and to learn and laugh, and I understood joy. But I was made bereft of anything resembling joy in that place. It was cold, clinical, and abusive. But this wasn't without a purpose, though. It was strategic and beautifully planned. May I continue? Planned by whom? Dr. Nakata. Dr. Nakata alone, or was there some organization behind it? I remember figments of others. Yes, there was one other who came when I was ready. But I don't remember the name of the organization. It is usually, in my limited experience, an organization. Yes. Yes, they would have to be. They were too well-funded. And as she learned more of my dreams, she began playing music just as I was terrified by her treatment of me. They were my favorite songs I learned at school, and at first I felt relief and a sense of hope. I was again reminded of being at home and the possibility of anything outside the laboratory. But the songs never stopped. Dax, the, the songs played for days on end. As the hours went on, the music grew louder. My thoughts began to escape my control. I felt physically ill and my spirit was eroding into ashes. But you liked the music. I did, but it was played so loud that I felt as if my ears would bleed, and it was for more than 48 hours. Do you recall the theme of the music? They were children's songs. Songs about counting, about responsibility, about the animals of Castrovel. In fact, I've seen some of them here as I've been here. I have found there is great power and meaning in songs. They can affect one in an interesting way. Perhaps they were using this to manipulate your mind. I believe they were. But they were being used as a weapon rather than a teaching tool. And my body and my mind were not my own as they kept on repeating. Endlessly. I could not move. I could not think. And just, just when I began, sleep made be my escape. They began flashing 
Strobe lights in the holding cell. I couldn't sleep. It was madness. I screamed as loud as I could, but I, I could not hear my own voice. Do you know what that's like? To have your free will taken away? To feel your body but have no control over it? I think I have a feeling that is the same. It's hard to explain, and I certainly was not subjected to what sounds like some level of psychological torture. Though I do share the same feeling of... I had not thought of it before, but there were suggestions that I had made during my time at Astral Extractions. Minor things, changes in roots, or shifting of responsibilities, giving me more work, or living in a different area. Each time they were met with similar reactions, I think. Laughter. The comment that I was not made to think for myself in some way. I did not understand it then, but as I see it now, it was manipulative and served a dark purpose. It wasn't just manipulation, Dax. It was perhaps more subtle in your case, but it was brainwashing. Dr. Nakata's goal was to erase me entirely, and she was succeeding. Just as my mind reached an absolute haze and my spirit winnowed into an ebb, I ached for sleep more than anything I'd ever desired in my life. And then the music stopped, and the lights turned off. I drifted to sleep after my body stopped convulsing, but I did not dream. At least, I did not dream my dreams, Dax. The ones that I told Dr. Nakata about before. As I was dreaming, I realized the fruition of her ambition. Finally, she had taken control of my subconscious, and my dreams were of her design. They were lessons of a sort, combat protocols and subterfuge training. I... I ran through assault drills and obstacle courses. I learned how to fly starships and how to hack advanced computer terminals. I learned disguise techniques and xenobiology. It was as as if my consciousness had been partitioned into an inaccessible portion of my mind and a new operating system had been installed in its place. I could only observe. It was excruciating. And it was hell. But I'm... I'm sorry, Dax. I've... I've digressed from your initial inquiry. You've seen other protocols I've executed, even if you did not know them by name. The protocol wherein I directly engage enemy combatants to incinerate them with ambient thermal energy is called Theta Protocol. Assisting a friendly combatant via psychokinetic enhancement of their primary firearm is called Sigma Protocol. This is the supercharge. Exactly. I think the S in Sigma is for supercharge. I never thought about that until now. And general non-psychic combat engagement follows the four F's. Find the enemy combatant. Fix her in place with small arms fire. Flank her. And finish her. 
Bucker. <laughs> I forgot it was five Fs. Five Fs. That's the Lavalley. Sure Those are the Lavalley Fs. You were laying in wait for that. <laughs> it's, really, it's really pathetic. <laughs> He's so proud of this. Tumsy. I use the feminine pronoun to be 2018 and woke is F. <laughs> and if I had said him, he never would have said that. I'm of course we would. No, no, no. <laughs> Equal opportunity jokes here. <laughs> so, uh, it really should have been Tumsy saying that. Though. Yeah. That would have been. Yeah. He's yeah. been there the whole time, yeah, just in, like, on the yeah. branch of a tree. <laughs> that really was a missed opportunity. Tumsy. <laughs> <laughs> Just runs away into the woods. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, that. <laughs> that is beta protocol, Tax. You said after you initiated Omega Protocol, you did not recall your actions. Do you still not recall them? I recall now that Omega protocol is enacted when the field agent is deemed unable to accomplish the mission by employing their baseline combat acumen. Omega protocol is the abolishment of free will. The temporary but total erasure of self. Omega protocol is not May Shundax. It's Dr. Nakata. Strange. I'm having a hard time understanding. Though it was extremely strange of you to murder someone who had given up and was fleeing. It did not seem like you, so I do understand in that context what Omega Protocol did. It is worrisome, though. Something that we may need to warn the others about. If you do not become yourself, you could be a danger to the entire crew. The captain may need to know this. I agree, Dax, and I'm not sure what remains of the laboratory's control on me after Friss's procedure, but I can't fully trust myself, and I'll be counting on you in particular to remove me from combat should any instances of Omega Protocol place the party or any non-combatants in danger. I will do that. You mentioned that Dr. Nakata had implanted her subconscious, at least her desires, wishes, perhaps dreams into your subconscious. What is it that you see? What are these dreams? The dreams of the training, Dax. The other dreams that I told her about were those she stole from me. I can only remember fragments of those. And the dreams are you learning to fly a starship, or you completing obstacle courses, etc. Exactly. Strange. I have been trying to resolve a missing memory, a faded memory that perhaps was some level of training. I flew faster and better than I had ever flown while flying the cargo freighter. I cannot explain it. It is as, is it, it is as if I was not myself. Perhaps it is something similar, a lesson as opposed to simply a memory. I will have to think on this longer. Do you dream now, Dax? Perhaps you may call them dreams. I did have a vision on the... What's the name of our starship? The uh, Sarissa. When on the Sarissa approaching Castrovel, I did have a strange vision. I spoke to Howie, uh, asking if there was an intruder in the ship, but there was not. Yet I still saw something, Meishan. It seemed 
very real. That's why I would not use the term dream, but perhaps it was some sort of a daydream. I do not dream while I sleep, but I do, it seems, dream while I'm awake. Well, I think we've uh, probably collected enough firewood at this point. Should we uh, take it back to the camp? I've collected far more than you. I must say, you are rather slacking. (laughs) (laughs) Wood fight. While I am sympathetic about your psychological torture, I would appreciate it if you chipped in a little more (laughs) on the heavy lifting. (laughs) And uh, Meishan uses her uh, psychokinetic hand to, like, lift a bunch of the wood that he uh, uh, couldn't handle himself and and walks back to the camp that way. Nice. I'm I'm just floating it in front of her. (laughs) Um, While they're gone, I think... uh, the captain is going to talk to Friss a bit. Mm-hmm. Doctor, what is the status of Mation and Dax's disease? Well, I did all I could. I pumped them full of antibiotics, uh, immune, uh, I- immune boosters, everything I could, everything I had in my pack. I don't. If I had, again, I hate to keep harping on this, but if I had a medical lab, I could do a lot more. But uh, we have to wait and see. What would you say their chances are of survival? I would say 56.3%. Oh, man. Combined. Combined. (laughs) What? (laughs) Not too fine a point on it. (laughs) Combined. Combined. If they should fall, it will be stranded here, the three of us, without our military support Mm. or our magical support. We'll be in a very dire situation. PG's around. Yes, don't forget, we still have the cat monkey and the gremlin. (laughs) <laughs> oh, then we're fine <laughs> Don't worry, don't think about it I have to think about it Perhaps we should Have a discussion about What we should do Should we not Should not all of us survive mm. Well What messages we should carry back And at one point We should give up the mission Well We'll have to see where we are But I think we should Divide their gear between us and go through their pockets for loose change. Go through their pockets and uh, standard operating procedure. Butcher their bodies for food. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they have a bunch of great gear, like equipment for for. um, I can get a hot ten percent for all that on the market. No, I hate. I hate to bring this up, but we could uh, really come out ahead on this whole thing. (laughs) There is there is an upside if you will allow yourself to see it. You're using humor to defuse the situation. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, humor. <laughs> yes, funny joke. Everyone laugh at the funny joke. <laughs> I think PG has come a little closer, and she overheard some of that conversation. And she's gonna be like, "I still carry the fork from the kitchen of the Sarissa, and if the worst comes to worst, don't worry, Captain. I'll take care of it for seven credits." <laughs> You freak me out a little bit, PJ. <laughs> Captain, you can't beat that deal. Shop around. <laughs> no, no, okay, all right, all right, five credits. For you, my friend, five credits. Let's talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> all right. 
Let's see how they respond to the treatment <laughs> before we murder them with a fork. <laughs> well, okay. it's gonna be a little messy. Let's say it's tomorrow then. <laughs> yeah, uh, a heavy night of of long discussions and uh, some self abuse. What? For PG. PG. She was kind of self-abusing. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you there fall is... asleep, Matthew? <laughs> no, no, Matt. no, there is a different application of that term. Yes, yes. Uh, I thought you were trying to make another funny, funny joke. Right? And Dax <laughs> discovered a new part of his anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> and really went at it. Are you fully functional? <laughs> really milked the urine. Oh, oh, Dax, on. what is that sound? Do not listen to me. Don't look at my face. All right, so it's... <laughs> it's day six. I, I feel like before we get to the survival check, let's just get this fortitude save. Let's just oh, get it out of the way. I thought you were going to give me till midday at least. <sighs> no, I feel like now I just want to get it done with because I might. That forget. way, if there's a morning combat, we can take the penalty. You wake up. You wake up. You know if you're sick or not. That's true. You know. Yeah, he, does he have a scratch in his throat? Right. Like ah, maybe I just a little need some bit tea. of a yeah. <laughs> I, I feel, feel like I'm honey pregnant. tea. I'm pregnant with morning sickness. You're like throwing up, right? But it's like it must be so awful because you know when you have when you've heard of people having lice and even if you don't have it, you just itch all over the place. Oh yeah, it's like um, and I just the thought of it is just so. And like the fact that you guys are actually infected, the rest of us also must feel like, oh god, do I feel something in my? Yeah, because we all saw the end stage of yeah. this, too. So Ooh. we're like, Ugh. paranoia. Just, yeah, yeah, I didn't think anything could be worse than void death. Those larvae, like, crawling under Kreska's skin. That's right. so much worse. Making its way to her brain. But this is pretty gross. This is pretty gross. So uh, go ahead and give me a fortitude save with a plus four. Plus is four from, from me. This is a big deal. This is, a, this is the big one, I think. I'm going to let, let bad luck go before... Good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now you've cursed yourself. Don't I forget know. a natural one. Is you go two stages. Three stages. I think you. Oh no, that's a new pathfinder. Perma death. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think one. you might actually. It's called new finder. It's critical failure on, on some. I think it's on some diseases, right? Yeah, yeah I think you go two stages. Really, I on didn't a natural one. But you know, we'll look into it. Shut up, Joe. Shut up, Joe. Let's see. You always try to make things harder than yourself. Come on, Dax. Come on, buddy. Oh no! <laughs> Look at that. Come Jesus. on! No, it's such a bad one. Oh. Uh, natural four. Oh, your favorite for a total of fourteen. Not a plus freaking ten to that roll. Fourteen, huh? Yeah. You have made one save. Oh, oh huge, sweet. Okay. Huge. All right. It's the cure. Oh, okay. Huge. Huge. One save. <sighs> May Shun is rolling now at an adjusted. Plus four. Oh, that's right. You're plus zero. All right, 20, 16 on the die. Classic burger. Got to weigh those dice. Uh, yeah, right. You have both made one save. Oh, it's a two-save cure. Two save cure. But it's a two-saver. So they make another one tomorrow. Uh, yeah, they'll make another one tomorrow. Right. You fail, you start <sighs> in the evening. So we wake up. We're not feeling sick. No, feeling okay. Maybe a little, maybe right. a little like off color. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, and Friss like definitely like he checks them out, checks their temperature, everything. How are they doing, Doctor? It's just like well, it seems that they are they are successfully fighting off the infection. It seems, but they they still they're not out of the woods yet. Uh, I will give you another round of antibiotics and immune boosters tonight. Um, Excellent. In the Dex, meantime, yeah. drink as much water as you day. can. Dex, did, did you want to do the 
<laughs> did you want to do the fortitude save and spare our uh, La Junta ringware? Like, did, is, was that what you suggested yesterday? I suggest we limit our usage today, not yeah. not Completely. not to use it in, entirely. Oh, right, because you have to roll that fortitude save every hour. Yes. Oh, never mind then. So perhaps for the last four hours of the day we can try it. Go eight hours on, four hours off. Ooh. Ooh. Well, let's uh, let's do some survival checks. PG, Kreska, and Dax. See if you can aid Dr. Friss. Yes. Yes, I, I aid. aid. We get I aid. Three. All right, so that's plus six. Plus you get the plus uh, two from uh, Dr. Labians, 21-2. So you're getting a plus eight on this roll. Okay. Survival, right? Mm-hmm. Of the fittest. Uh, okay, so that's a natty seven. That's plus 16. Jesus. So that is 23. Man, it was only day one that gave you trouble because now you are cooking. Yeah. Cooking. Flying through the jungle. Cooking, and it's it's good. It's good to make some time because you know that not everyone has the armor capabilities to last, and everything that has attacked you has some sort of poison in it. Those but I, kakarikis even tried to, you know, poison you guys with their tails, so... Who knows what, what lurks deeper in the jungle. But I love the thought of looking over these old maps and poring over the text at night to come up with, you know, a, a plan of action for the next day. And they're like, ah, this way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, you look at the sun like, I feel like the next uh, monument is this way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So talk to me about your plan here, because uh, is everyone, with the exception of PG and uh, Dax, going to just take the, take the hours, the 12 hours? I think for now. Yeah, I'm gonna. I still have the spare suit, so mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, I'm just I just started my new suit, but except for uh, until I get about halfway, I'll probably just keep going. Okay. Um, all right. So let's 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 work through this. Um, how many hours do you want to try rolling for it? Four, right? Four hours. Let's try that on day one and see how it goes. Four. And so, all right. So. So I mean, this is assuming that we move through the day and nothing, uh, no, no other events happen, right? So now yeah, we're at ass- the point of. You're turning off the, the survival. <laughs> he's never going to give you the benefit the environment. of trying to do it at the end of the day because he's a jerk. <laughs> so we have to roll four times a D20. Uh, well, roll, he's going to walk us through it. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. walk you through because every failure, the DC goes up by one. Right. Does the DC go up by one only if you fail? I think it might go up anyway. It might go up anyway. It says each successive um, check, I think. One moment. The DC is 15. It goes up. Every check by right. one. So yeah. it's, for you, it's going to be DC 15, then 16, then 17, then 18. Every failure is 1D4 non-lethal heat damage. Fire damage. Fire damage. Right. Uh, That's it? That's it. Yeah, so... I'm going to uh, start doing that. Yeah, yeah I'll do, I, that. I think, I'll do that. I think I might do it... Uh, um, yeah, I just want to do it more towards the end of the day, because I don't want to take that damage early in the day. So well, yeah. Here's my question. So then the next day, though, it resets, right? It starts at DC 15, then it goes at 16... Yes. Oh, then I'll totally do that. Yeah. That's why yeah, That's I, why I think it's a good idea, because you would just rest the, it back anyway. You would run into trouble if you get into a combat, like, towards the end of the day, and you fill some saves, and then you're, you're down, like, some non-lethal you could get. Yeah, that's out, when but. it could get uh, troublesome. Now, uh, characters wearing heavy clothing or armor of any sort. Armor of any sort. Yep. Even if it's heavy clothing or Take a minus heavy four armor. Take Um... Uh, the wording on the sentence is weird. Characters wearing heavy clothing or armor of any sort. Do they mean heavy armor of any no. sort? No, armor of any sort. Any, any yeah, armor. so you, you will take a minus four penalty to your saving throws. Ooh. Um, I so might not be doing it then. You I'll can attempt a survival fail. check to receive a bonus to oh. the saving throw as well. So it's a little 
So I will Lucky. attempt. What's the bonus to survive with the survival check? Because I'll do that. Yeah, same then. Yeah, it's a DC 15 to endure severe weather. If you hit it, you get a plus two to your save, which would give you an effective minus two. <laughs> you can grant this bonus to one other creature, but for every one point by which your, your result exceeds the DC. Yep, that's true. You can share hmm. share the wealth. Okay. Like, let me show you how to endure severe weather. All right. Uh, all right, so who's going to do this? I'll Wait, do it. So, so just to... So mathematically, we have to roll over 17, then, if we have minus two. Well, it's minus four. What's your fortitude bonus? Uh, plus four, but I also have plus four in survival. So well, you'd have to... Well, forget succeed. survival for a second, but okay. your fortitude is now plus zero. Okay. So you have to roll a 15 or higher on the die. Yeah. If you succeed at the survival check, you have to roll a 13 or higher on okay. the die. Okay, okay. But yeah. then the, that check is also going to go up each hour. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's do this. Uh, so this doesn't get uh, really boring. I am interested in this mechanic, so... I'm going to roll the survival around. first to see if I... All right, let's do a character Did you roll the survival every hour? Uh, or is it like you roll it once for the day kind of thing? Typically, one check determines the success of your efforts for a single day. Okay. All right, so roll your survival. Uh, what was the DC? 15. I, I make it. I make it 17. I got a natural 20, so... No, I... Okay, so now... Max failed. So, okay. You said you <laughs> see DC 15? Uh, it's for the endure severe weather, yeah. yeah. So I succeeded by two, which means that I can share this bonus with two other people. Ah, there you go. Is everybody turning their armor off? Yeah. Not me. I'll do it for three hours. <laughs> Let's make this as chunky as possible. Yeah. Because I could at most lose 12 resolve points from that. And uh, that's the amount of... Or 12 uh, stamina points. But that's how many stamina I have. So I'm going to mm-hmm. do it for three hours. And I'm going to be at a, with your help, a negative two on all my rolls. Who said I'm giving it to you? Oh. only shunned us. There's a lot of shit on the cap. Tell me why I should be so generous. Make your case. <laughs> make your case. I love it. Wow, him. I love it. Well, I, this well, is amazing. Well, Captain, to, to be fair... Oh, it's going in character. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't what? been involved uh, in your murder yet, as I had in the previous captains, but that could change. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's a threat. Oh, intimidation check. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, PG got a 20, so everybody gets a bonus. Yeah, everybody gets a bonus. Uh, well, I could, go, I could Dax and... Oh, wait, she can share it, too. That's right. So let's say... Um, let's have PG... Kreska and Dax roll the save for our the first hour of this, and then I'll have Grant jump in for the last three checks. Dax so I, made it. Okay, I make it as well. Fail. Barely. I fail. You fail. And you took minus four. Minus four plus two. Minus four plus two. Okay. Net minus two. PG, you take three points of non-lethal fire damage. All right. Next hour. Now Grant jump in on this. Fail. Fail. Ooh. Okay. Fail. And this is DC Ooh. sixteen, by the way. Succeed. I fail. Wow. All right, I so fail as well. PG, you take three more points of non-lethal fire. Kreska, <laughs> uh, wow. you take three. And, wow, Grant, you take three as well, Michelle. Wow. Oh, a lot of threes, lot of man. Threes. Uh, all right, next hour. So DC, DC 17. 17. Yeah. 16 for Michelle. Fail. Succeed. Uh, I, okay. I, uh, we don't have 15. any bonuses. Fail. Yes, uh, you, you still get the plus two, but you're still at, you're minus four plus two. Okay. Uh, so plus two. Minus two. Yeah. Minus two. Minus two. Oh, then definitely fail. All right, PG, you take two more points. Kreska, you made it. I made DC it. DC 17. Dax? Natty 19. Dax, you good? I failed. You failed. You take two points. And Meishun, you take one point. Oh. Final uh, Try it again. This is DC 18. Natural 20. Oh, there Finishing you go. Finishing out the day strong. PG. <laughs> I failed all of them. Wow. Wow. So she's, she's like, and Dax is just like feeling fine. Kreska? Yeah. She's like, this was a bad idea, Dax. <laughs> DC 18? Yeah. 
18. Made it. Yeah. All right, PG, you just take one more point. PG's going to be like, is it hot? Is anyone else thinks it's hot? Yeah, we're, we're all starting to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is rough. This is a bad idea. But uh, how, do I, how do I put in non-lethal? It's the same. Oh. It's the same until you get to zero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you you, ex- you try an experiment on day six. wasn't so bad. And it wasn't so bad, but you may not want to do it the next day. You did, however, save some hours in your armor. You sleep, you bed down. Day seven arrives. But do I get back my hit points then? Yeah. yeah. When you rest. You, well, you get what do you normally get when you rest. You get, you get all, all your stamina back. All your stamina back. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's have... Um, Mayshun and uh, shit. Oh, I'm oh no, do, it's already. Oh I think you're. You I think Fris forgot to do it last night. We <laughs> ran through the rest <laughs> so fast. Uh, Fris, this is, is what you come to the G- come to androids and aliens for, right, folks? <laughs> <laughs> Just to us. Roll dice over and over. Again. That's right. That's, they love this. I thought that was that, that was. In, in. I thought it was exciting. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, it's starting to you get that image of slogging through a hot ass jungle with armor yeah. on. You start to be like, with no end in sight. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What's well, hard? Yeah. And you're 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 trying to fight off a sickness, and you're walking through the jungle with your your environmental suit turned off, and you're sweating and and like getting dehydrated. That can't be good for it. No. You know. Totally. Um, um, Fritz, I believe we've done this before. You're automatic on your rules. Yeah. It's a if it's a DC 14 or less. Uh, the, the, oh, it's based on the disease. It's right? based on the diseases. Uh, yeah, you, so you're okay. Good. So it's automatic. They both. I pump them both full of anison. Uh, you guys could be uh, cured here if yeah, you make. Yeah, if this it thing. is DC 14, just need a natural four or higher. Come on, Joe, show what me the way. What could go wrong? What could go way? wrong? Just want you to know. We're, We're all counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dex. You got this. Buddy. Not even you God got himself this. could make you feel natty this 14. You're all right, Mason. Dunzoni. Ooh, that's a fail, I think. That's an 11. Oh, it is. <gasps> that's a fail. Oh, oh no. no. And we'll see you next week. Oh, God, that was so fast. Oh, no. Oh, he's getting sick. <laughs> he's getting babies. Oh, no. Sick. I'm sick, bird. Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.